everybody, this is Josh McKinney, and I just want to welcome you to episode 66 of the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show. It's been a while since we have released a new episode. Nope, that was not an apology, it was just a statement. Uh, well, we haven't released a new episode, uh, and just getting back into the swing of things from vacation, and then also I have been uh, training really, really hard. I've just been a little too exhausted to schedule episodes and things. Uh, my grappling match that I have is Saturday. And so I'll be able to get back into the swing of things, not training so hard, not being so beat up, and be able to put out uh, a few more episodes uh, and get back to our regular schedule starting this week. You know, today is uh, the release that we would normally have. And it is a, uh, yeah, it's an interview. So the interview is with my brown belt, Eric Hebner. So he is one of, uh, he's one of my original students from my school and is a really, really, really good brown belt, really good wrestler. He's wrestled um, pretty much his whole life. And we dig into that. We talk all about um, what it's like coming up into wrestling, what it's like transitioning from wrestling into jujitsu and what he likes about uh, the, the transition, what what kind of brought him to that transition. And so uh, I really think that you guys are gonna love this episode. I had uh, so much fun recording it. Eric's just a really fun uh, guy. He His personality doesn't fit his, uh, his size or facial expressions. He is uh, way, way, way nicer than you would expect if you were to see this 265 pound just monster of a man uh walking around with a frown on at a tournament uh i think that's just how his face rests but uh, uh you guys are really going to enjoy it and you guys will really get a lot out of this episode uh i know that that sounds like what you say every time that uh, you you say an episode but um Eric talks about something, especially at the very end, that I think is going to resonate with a lot of people. Uh, like the very end of the episode, I know that's pretty clickbaity, but uh, it is at the very end of the episode. You guys know I always finish with the same question, and he provides an answer. I don't believe anyone has ever uh, has ever answered. He, he answers the question in just a different way, and it can be so beneficial for so many people, especially that compete. And um, it was beneficial for me. Uh, it's something that I do not do enough. And uh, it just gives something really cool. You guys are going to absolutely love that. Uh, as always, simplifyingjujitsu.com, we have our free ebook. If you are looking at uh, wondering what the five essential positions of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu are, and uh, you guys want to check those out, be sure to check them out at simplifyingjujitsu.com. And that is all I have for you guys. I hope that you guys. Enjoy the episode. Here it is. Now. All right, Eric, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I am good. So I thought we would start this interview. You know, you have been, you're my brown belt. Uh, I didn't mm -hmm. give you your purple belt, correct? Kyle gave you your purple belt? Uh, correct, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Kyle did. you've been my brown belt and you've been training with me for like four years, probably like directly Ish. with me. Yeah, somewhere um, around there, yeah. Yeah, so three or four years, pretty much since my school started. <clears throat> and so I figured now would be the perfect time to ask, how do you say your last name? Is it Hubner <laughs> or is it Hebner? Is it's it, Hebner. I just don't correct anyone anymore. Okay. See, that's what yeah. I always call you Hubner to people. Yeah. And I'll hear other people be like, oh no, it's Hebner. Yeah. And I'll argue it. Oh, <laughs> I'll be like, Completely no. wrong. Yeah. No, yeah. you don't know. He's my brown belt. I would yeah. know. Yeah. And, uh, no, I just stopped caring after a little while, <laughs> you know. But I'm, see, the way it's spelled, it uh -huh. makes more sense that it would be Hubner. Are you yeah, sure you it's not Hubner? You got to put the German in it. Oh, okay. You got to throw okay. a little German in it. Hebner. Hebner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hebner. I get yeah. it. Okay. I don't speak German though. So. Yeah, me neither. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here in America, 
it's yeah. you. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I really just, I thought that would be fun to get it started with is actually figuring out how to say uh, yeah. one of my only Brown Belt's last yeah. names. But, you still won't uh, remember, but that's fine. No, no. I've asked you this before. <laughs> I've actually asked you this in a, uh, when we were doing takedown Thursday or something like that, when we were okay. uh, posting those, I actually asked you in one of the videos. Yeah. I don't remember what you responded with. You might've told me <laughs> yeah. you were that, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but I figured we would start with, uh, you know, jujitsu wasn't your first, wasn't your intro into grappling. And, uh, you know, you wrestled all through school. And so I just wanted yeah. to start with first, what got you started in wrestling and what age were you when you started wrestling? Yeah, so I was um, I was the youngest of three, first off, and um, my the the way the story goes, I don't remember. Right, I was I think I was four when I was when I started wrestling. So obviously, I don't remember that young, really. Uh huh. Um, the way the story goes for my dad is um, basically he took me and my brothers to the boys and girls club, and they had a sign up sheet on every sport that you could play. And my older two brothers said they wanted to wrestle. So that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, never got a choice. I never got a choice on what I wanted to play. So it was, uh, what do you guys want to do? Basically, my, my dad was a professional athlete. So in his mind, I'm going to make my kids professional athletes. Mm hmm. So pick a sport when you're under 10 years old and I'm going to make you really good at it <laughs> was his thinking, you know? So that's how that all started. I, I wrestled from four years old, um, all the way middle school, high school, college, um, and ended up, ended up in jujitsu after, after that. So, so my whole um, life. just, just as we, I, you're not really the type of guy that would ever talk about these things. So honestly, like I said, I really have been your coach for four years. There's a lot of these things I have no idea, but yeah. what are some of your accomplishments uh, in wrestling? In wrestling, to, okay, so not that great, to be, to be honest. I mean, I was good, right? I was, I was pretty good um, overall, but like I think seventh and eighth grade, I placed seventh place both years um coming into my freshman year of high school i was like you know uh, i don't know 30 and 15 okay record uh sophomore year of high school it, it, it gradually kept going i gradually started to realize once i hit high school that okay i'm i can play in college in this sport like okay, I'm pretty good. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of started hitting me like sophomore year-ish. I went around, you know, 40 and 10 or so. Um, junior year, I, I gradually kept getting better. I was like 45 and five. Um, my senior year, I ended up placing in Illinois State, which was a, you know, is a huge deal in this mm -hmm. country, you know, for to place in 2A Illinois State was a really big deal back then. You're basically guaranteed a college scholarship if you place in Illinois State what what so, place did you get so in folk style I got fifth I lost one match I went 49 and one as a senior in high school I lost one match and then um my okay after so after folk style I went freestyle state and I got third and then I won Greco state so I placed in all three styles my senior year that's awesome so and then going to Fargo I wrestled for Team Illinois for a couple couple big tournaments and stuff, and did pretty well. But I placed in I placed in some high some high end tournaments. I just never won high end tournaments. You know. So uh, the you went forty nine and one. That one loss. What belt is that guy now? <laughs> well, I believe he was a couple time All American, uh, Division One All American. So. Uh, in my mind, in wrestling, he has uh, been far past the black belt. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. jujitsu, what you're telling me, yeah, is you I'd would kill smash this guy. <laughs> yeah, I'd oh, okay. kill him. Just yeah. making sure I was just we were on the same. Just making sure we were on the same page. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, who really wins, you know, and that's the, <laughs> what really matters. What would, yeah, what would he do if you went out and pulled guard on him? He wouldn't know how to handle that. No, absolutely yeah. not. He would, he would yeah. lose. He would Especially lose. since I think he's the same size and I'm 160 pounds heavier. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what weight did you wrestle at in high school? Uh, a, a lot different. Um, like I said, it was, it was kind of that, that gradual starting to realize I'm really good at this sport four years. It took me four years, all four years to realize this. Right. Um, so I went from 145 as a freshman to, um, 171 as a sophomore, I believe. And then I went 171, 189 as a junior. And then I cut all the way back down to 160 as a senior. All right. My senior year is really when I was like, okay, you know, um, I know how to cut my body to six to 8% body fat and still be what was considered healthy at the time. <laughs> Looking back yeah. on it now, yeah. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> so yeah. I ended up cutting all the way to 160, um, which was a very hard cut being in high school mm -hmm. and, and uh, placing really high in a lot of tournaments there. And it probably stunted your growth because you're pretty small. Uh, if we're being <laughs> yeah, honest with yeah, ourselves, pretty, yeah. yeah, you're, you're a tiny fellow. Yeah. When I break the, the school up into two groups, he's always with, you know, the teenagers and women because yeah. it's just so much <laughs> smaller than everybody. No, you're, you're walking around at 265, 270 right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and feels every bit of 305, 310. Yeah, when you roll good. That's the, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you wrestle all through school, uh, and then you're no longer wrestling. How long was it uh, between not have not like having another wrestling match before? Because you started in MMA, uh, not right. jujitsu, correct? Correct. Yeah. And so, how long? What was that that time in between? So I was fighting in college. Oh, really? I did not know. Yeah. That. Yeah. I was fighting in college. Um, I was fighting on the side, in like St. sanctioned Louis. fights. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Just they were. Sure. I just wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Yeah. And I was fighting at, at uh, 170 um, for a little bit of side money, ticket sales, you know, because you couldn't be paid as a fighter mm -hmm. uh, and be a, a collegiate athlete. So I was getting, um, you know, 80 bucks, 120 bucks or whatever for some ticket sales. Mm -hmm. You know, I got like 5% of my ticket sales or something stupid like that. Uh -huh. you know? And, uh, I thought I was rich and I was going to, you know, I'm my next fight. I'll be in the UFC. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so I, I transitioned from, well, I, there was no transition. It was just, I was wrestling in college. I was fighting on the side. And then uh, after college, I, I went straight to jujitsu, I guess. But when was your last MMA fight? My last MMA fight, I believe was in, 2007 or 2008 at 170 pounds and did you i like how you make sure to you, you make <laughs> sure to because people at home are like okay so so 13 years he's gained 100 pounds you know that's not bad that's a you know uh but no. but w when was your last mma fight versus when is when did you get up to 260 <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, that's a whole story in itself. But um, my last MMA fight was in 0708 area. Uh, and that's, that's basically when I left my dad. Uh huh. You know, that when my dad found out that I quit wrestling. Um, he said, Well, if you quit wrestling, then you quit wanting to stay at home. So see ya. Yeah. Um, and from that day to a year later, it took me one year. I gained 100 pounds. That is so impressive. That's got <laughs> That's like that is a Guinness Book of World Records type thing right there. You it know? was. It was a pretty big change. Yeah. What, what? Okay. Would you attribute it to having cut weight so much, and Absolutely. then you're you're either cutting or you're gaining weight. Those are like. Absolutely. There's I no mean, in between. Yeah. No. And yeah, I, and you see that in wrestling or just anything where guys cut weight a lot is when they stop having to cut anymore every every few weeks having to cut, then yeah. they're just like, well, I only know how to eat 
Yeah. Like, like a monster. Right. Because that's all we were used to. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't just wrestling season. You know, my first, my first weight cut was in seventh grade and it was like five, six pounds. Right. Uh -huh. And I had a week to do it. Um, and I remember just feeling awful. Mm -hmm. Um, but I never stopped cutting weight, you know, for, for years, mm -hmm. it was literally until I, I couldn't make weight anymore at college. My girlfriend at the time, my wife, now we were, uh, sitting on the couch and I, I remember crying. I was bawling. I was like, I can't, this is the first time ever. I can't make weight. And no tears were coming out. No, you were so dry. Water left. <laughs> yeah, you were so dry. <laughs> you were crying dust. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. You know, I was like, I can't, because my coach had, at the time wanted me to make 157. Well, I was a sophomore in college. Mm -hmm. and mind you, I played football my senior year. I played football at 210 pounds. Senior of high school, I played football at 210 pounds. I made 157 as a sophomore in college. Oh. for like two or three tournaments. And then after that, I couldn't make it anymore. And I didn't understand why I couldn't make it anymore, but I didn't understand my body fully, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, my shoulders were the same width as they are now. Yeah. And I was making 157 pounds, you know? And you're also, you're 19. Your body is yeah. growing. I'm, grow I'm trying to grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was, I think that that was, uh, you know, I would, I, I never really got too deep into weight cutting, but I always thought like, oh, this is the weight class that I'm in, you know, coming up from 14, you know, like, oh yeah, yeah I'll be at this weight class forever. I used to yeah. compete at 154 and I'm yeah. like, this is where I'll stay, man. This is the <laughs> one. And yeah. then I remember when I transitioned to making lightweight and it was like, I can't even get up to lightweight and it's 167. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm like, man, these last few tournaments, I've been struggling to make lightweight until the, the worst one was Worlds. I did a, uh, um, I, man, I had to, I had to lose like 10 pounds in two weeks. And it's, it's second before weigh-ins. I mean, you weigh in and then you go fight. It's Worlds. Right, right. And so trying to make that was horrible. And I just, I was like, yeah, I'm not making this yeah. ever again, you yeah. know? And I probably still could make middle. <laughs> but but yeah. you know what i don't mean like it it got it got so bad um i remember one time we were in north carolina nhsca nationals and i had kind of long long hair like i do now and i remember my coach shaving my head we were on the bleachers at weigh-ins and i was like 0.3 over right and he shaved my head and I, cause I, I couldn't run anymore. I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't do anything else. We used to have the, the lemon drops. We would take the lemon drops and, and uh, try to spit, Yeah, you know, and, and it would actually end up cutting our gums open. So we would actually just spit blood. So it was, but that might give you 0.1 pounds, you know? <laughs> uh, a 10th of a pound. It, it could. So we tried it, you know, and I remember him shaving my head. And I was still one over or point one over. And um, I mean, it got so serious, you know, it was, it was to the point where you had guys there at the scale to help you step up onto the scale. Oh my gosh. I'm 16 years old. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, this isn't looking back now. I'm like, first off, I don't know if that's legal. <laughs> <laughs> to have someone help you on the scale. <laughs> that I'm that pretty is, sure someone could get in trouble for that. Yes, yes. That, uh, that, that, well, I mean, it's not illegal. It's just frowned upon. It's very yeah. frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was to the point of where my cut and weight got to. You know what I mean? It got to where I was so physically drained to where I wasn't cutting fat anymore. I was mm -hmm. cutting muscle. Mm -hmm. And I was cutting so much muscle at such a young age that it was so detrimental to my body, yeah. you know, and, and not realizing it till later, obviously, but I think I, I just had to make the weight all the time. And that's like, and it's so tough because you, you just think it's a part of it. I remember yeah. who would it have been? I think I want to say it was actually Ross that was telling me this uh, when he was in school, he was saying that they were doing 
some type of medical exams with high schoolers. And he said, you know, we're doing uh, the wrestling, like after they're doing like, uh, you know, I guess whatever you call it, like a checkup on these kids or whatever. And he goes, I'm not kidding. He goes, you would like stretch a kid's skin and then Mm -hmm. let it go. And he's like, it would take a while for the skin to get back down. You know, he's like, uh, you know, you would like pinch their arm to see, He's like, yeah. they just, your, your fingerprints would just stay in their skin. They were so dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I would say, um, you know, I would say that that aspect of wrestling is probably pretty dangerous, but would you say that, uh, you know, you, would you say that wrestling could be a really positive for kids too? Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, that was nothing but downplaying the sport what i was just saying right Mm -hmm. because everybody thinks they have to cut that weight but man it's we cut weight the wrong way Mm -hmm. right we cut weight through the sauna and through practice and through whatever we could do on the side to Mm -hmm. lose anything you know it's the game has changed so much now you're like wait a second you can eat healthy <laughs> and lose weight. What? But you can eat it all. Yeah. No. no. So this blows my mind. Uh-huh. First off, I'm like, wait a second. So you mean you guys get to eat meals, and you're still you still have energy for practice, and still are able to cut weight? Like this is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I learned all this after I cut weight the wrong way for so many years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's obviously I gained a hundred pounds in a year. So it, it took a toll on me. Hey, you know? but you haven't gained any more. So, yeah, we, uh, um, so my joke at the gym is that I always tell Eric every time I see him that he's looking small and I know, I know that he like, he kind of laughs it off at the gym, but then he stops by Krispy Kreme and like, you know, it's just shoveling donuts after like, I won't be small. I won't never be small small again. (laughs) Um, But then we'll transition out of this. So you started, you were in, um, you know, you're in wrestling, you, you're fighting MMA. What kind of got you focused on jiu-jitsu? So I, I, I got a call from my brother-in-law actually at the time and him and Derek McGuire were training jujitsu and Adam Marburger were all training jujitsu and they wanted to work takedowns. I was home from college at the time and they said, they, they asked me to come out and just show them some takedowns and, and show them some transition into uh, basically a takedown to pass guard. So I went there, I don't know, a couple weeks, you know, just to get some mat time in. And I'm like, wait a second, you guys actually enjoy this sport. You know, yeah. you don't, you don't have to cut weight. You, you have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. You're not coming out of practice dying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Saying I'm dreading going back to practice. Cause it's going to be so hard, you know, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead in this story, but that's where I ended up falling in love with jujitsu. Yeah, man. I'm like, wait a second. This is, this is basically the same thing as wrestling. I just get to learn a whole new sport yeah. and I get to have fun with it. This mm-hmm. is crazy to me. You know, I've never, I've never stepped out of a wrestling practice and said, man, I had so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun getting my head bashed against somebody else's and then uh-huh. trying to put my eyes out and trying to kill me. Uh-huh. You know, I come out of jujitsu practice and I work hard. You know, I drill hard. I work hard. I, I go live as much as possible. And I come out and I'm like, you know what? I had a bunch of fun today. Yeah. I do that now, which is why I love the sport. You know, that man, that makes I've never had a, that before. I know. And that makes such a difference for people is that they realize like that's no one has to be there at jujitsu. No, yeah. you know, like you're you we I don't know. We had a bunch of people in the adult class last night. Uh, I was there. And yeah. And so it's just <laughs> yeah, it's packed like everyone's training hard everyone's kicking each other in the head by accident and then yeah. like uh but nobody had to be there you know what i mean it wasn't like yeah. nobody's nobody's parent was dropping them off like hey you're going to jujitsu yeah. everyone's just like yeah we're just here to have fun you know like this is a blast and, and nobody's fighting for a spot mm-hmm. that is you very know, true. nobody's fighting for a spot it's that was huge to me 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like, I don't, I don't have to fight for my own spot here, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know, just the, the, the love of jujitsu to me is I come out of every practice and I'm, I'm tired. I'm really tired, mm-hmm. but I also enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed going to practice, yeah. you know, and that's something I never had, which was how my transition from wrestling to jujitsu went tenfold. Yeah. You know. And so when you transition into jujitsu, well, actually backtrack just for a second. I just thought I would throw this out there. Uh, you must not be a very good uh, wrestling teacher because I've never seen Adam Marburger or Derek McGuire ever take down anybody in my <laughs> entire life. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, I thought I would throw that in on them. Um, That's very but, true. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but, you know, so you start to transition into uh, doing jujitsu and um, what was kind of your intro into jujitsu? What was kind of your... Uh, maybe first couple years like yeah so it was it was a lot of getting beat up a lot um and I and I I enjoyed that part again also you know what I mean it was being the youngest of three you know that's why I got good at wrestling was because I got beat up all the time Mm -hmm. right yeah um so I stepped back into that realm of you know John Minky Mm -hmm. uh John Minky came came to the war room and he was a very tough black belt at the time. And he comes in there and I'm like, you know, I've been, I've been rolling with this guy and this guy and I'm, I'm really good. And then I go with an actual black belt and he just submits me over and over and over again. And I'm like, wait a second, there's so much more to learn here. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you can't just take everybody down and, and hope for the best. You know what I mean? They're going to submit you mm-hmm. easily. Um, and that's what that's what made me fall in love with with learning all over again. I guess you could say learning learning the sport and saying, okay, there's so much to learn here. And even to this day, I mean, I'm last night. Last night you were showing um, a move from Neon Belly when when you're on bottom, mm-hmm. Neon Belly, and we went through. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can dive to this. Like this is yeah, this is amazing. I love this. This is uh-huh. amazing to me. And you know, I've been doing jujitsu for a long time and still I bet you once a week, I look at something like, Oh, this could change my game. <laughs> you know, this, this would be amazing. Yeah. So again, never had that before. You know what I mean? So it just keeps my interest all the time. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that fully answered your question. Yeah, it, it does, man. And that's like a, and like a, a side note on like having a guy like uh Mankey in, is you actually got to train at that time in 2009 and 10 with a legitimate black belt in the Midwest. And that was so uncommon. Uh, Now, I mean, like now we have probably like, I don't know, 12, 14 black belts in our area. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then you had like two and yeah. they also, you also probably didn't even know who they were because right. there wasn't the internet uh, or the internet right. wasn't as big. And so you just didn't get to train with those guys. I mean, when I started, Kyle was a purple belt. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. And like, you look at that and uh, that's way less common now. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, like you, I remember, I probably, I bet you, I didn't get to roll with a black belt until I was at least a blue belt, you know? And so for most people to actually get to feel that. And then Mankey was also a bigger guy too. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, he'll, and he was not a type of guy that would be go easy on you. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) He would put it on you. Yes. Every Uh time. Uh And he never let me compete. (laughs) He never, you know, every time I compete, I'm like, John, I'm a white belt. And he's like, I don't care. He's like, you're going in advanced. I'm like, well, (laughs) what? why don't I just compete with the guys that I'm supposed to compete with? He's like, no, you're not competing at white belt. You're not competing to win. Uh Uh-huh. Just competing in advanced. That's awesome. This is crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I felt like he was really good with that. You know uh what I mean? He was like, well, your wrestling's going to supersede a lot of this. Mm -hmm. And I don't care. He's like, I want you to, I want you to go lose. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same mindset in wrestling. It, It was, I don't, if you go 50 and 0, I didn't do my job as a coach. 
You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. put you up against those guys who can challenge you, mm-hmm. who can beat you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want, I want you to test. I want to test your limits. I mm-hmm. want to put you in that deep water and see what you come out with. And that's what he did with me at the start, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And that's why I feel like I have such a competitive desire now to win, you know, is because at, at the start of my jujitsu career, he's like, no, you're fighting black belts. That's it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I honestly, I still always hope that you lose anytime you go. Yeah. Any, yeah. Yeah. Any chance that I get, I'm just like, man, <laughs> I'm telling the guy before, Hey, this is what he's going to probably come out and do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> good good yeah, go out shake his hand and say wow you look a little small for this division buddy and get inside of his head you He'll know start crying. <laughs> so then you uh you know you you're training under john and what, what kind of brought you over to kyle's um consistency uh-huh so john was john was a mma coach mm-hmm. and he did jujitsu on the side kind of thing once he got his black belt he was, in my mind, he was kind of like, okay, I'm a black belt. I'm just going to coach MMA now mm-hmm. and be considered a great black belt. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would go through MMA practice, which I didn't want to do. I just wanted to do straight jujitsu. So we'd go through MMA practice and then work jujitsu at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, you know, kind of talking with Adam and Derek and Madi and a few of the other guys who kind of introduced me to jujitsu. They were like, well, Kyle Watson's does jujitsu all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do the MMA classes too, but jujitsu is their main focus there. And I'm like, oh, well, that's what I'm looking for. You know, so I transitioned over to that and I I started with basically full-time jujitsu. And so you transitioned, uh, what year would that have been when you start when you went under Kyle? Man, that was uh 2015 okay Eric? that that was guessing 14 but okay that sounds yeah. right that sounds there. uh-huh and so you and got... i was only there for for a year or two or, or uh-huh. a year or so until and i so... found out your gym was closer because mm-hmm. i was training with you and adam in the jiu-jitsu garage mm-hmm. a couple times and then heard you had opened your own gym that's what transitioned me from there from watson's to you yeah. And uh, yeah, just so we're all on the same page, he said closeness was the only reason that he doesn't train with my coach. He trained <laughs> with me. So that's the, it's convenience is the only reason it had nothing to do with, Oh, Josh is a great coach. He really, he really is good with his guys. You know, he's a good competitor, anything like that. Oh, yeah. he was closer. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like the, uh, you know, um, like internet dating now with the, you know, how we met. Oh, I just looked at who was closest to me. <laughs> and I said, Oh yeah, this is, this is who I'll spend the rest of my life with. There's, uh, there's <laughs> other reasons. Why we're going to that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, so you start training. I think, I guess I probably was a, was I a purple belt when you started training or was I a brown belt already? Um, you had either just got your brown or into your purple, one or the other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so and it was like, it was kind of a slow transition. You were training at both places for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And right. um, yeah. And then you started just going full time here mm-hmm. and really, um, you know, Justin, who I've Huff, who I've uh, had on the show and you were kind of the, uh, the two bigger, not bigger guys size wise, obviously you are, but Justin is yeah. not. Uh, yeah yeah but uh um just the two guys that really brought a lot of the attitude of the gym i think uh and uh you know like kind of what is what is head nod that uh you know and obviously there were other guys too um but i just you know like i guess you guys were promoted first and kind of the the next tier up right really right Right. behind me just always you know, a few stripes or whatever behind me yeah. Not that we do stripes at our gym, but uh, yeah, I've never had one of those. Yeah. Have you never had a stripe? <laughs> I had, I had a couple stripes on a blue belt, I believe. Okay. And then it, no, no, it was one stripe on a blue belt and then it went straight to purple, straight to brown. <laughs> so okay. I never got stripes on purple or brown. That sounds about right. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I never did. I like, I used to do stripes at the gym. I just didn't like it, man. And it's like, yeah. man, this is so hard to keep track of. And, yeah. um, and everybody's argument for it was the same. 
like, oh, it keeps people motivated. And I'm like, yeah, you know what else keeps people motivated? When Eric is passing their guard and talking trash on them and like, yeah. you're never going to be a real man and Absolutely. stuff like that. Yeah. That motivates most people. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> I did it last night. <laughs> Who'd you do it to yesterday? Uh, Christian. I was ah, talking yeah. smack to Christian as I was passing his guard and then submitting him. Yeah. Did you see, did you see me beat up Christian and Casey at the same time? I did. I yeah. did. I loved it. Yeah. What I, what you really, you don't really see as well, but I kicked Christian in the head so hard when I was yeah. passing. Yeah. And uh, so I did heel hook him. Yeah. But I will say he was probably a little bit jumbled at the time because I punted him. I, <laughs> I really crushed him with one, uh, but he deserves it. Yeah. A win is a win. You yeah, know? absolutely. Okay, so uh, as you kind of look on to, you know, I've, you'll never get your black belt, but really you yeah. should, you should yeah. be right there, you know, yeah. uh, as you kind of look at black belt, what is jujitsu going to be for you as a black belt uh, six years from now when you actually get your black belt? Yeah, six to eight yeah. is what I'm expecting. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's about, that's the timetable we're aiming for. Yeah. If we're lucky. We'll Brown for like four. So yeah, 10 yeah. to 12 years <laughs> at Brown will be fine. Yeah. If you're, if you're lucky, we'll, you know, yeah. we'll get you your black belt. No, man, would I, would I seriously now, I granted I'm 33 years old. I've had multiple surgeries now. I'm, I'm kind of broke down, beat up. I still compete when I can. Um, I compete more than average for mm -hmm. sure, but you know, my big goal as a black belt is to be more of a leader for our team. I think we have such a strong, tough team that it's like a lot of people come to me advice for competition, mm -hmm. you know, because I've been not, not only in jujitsu, but wrestling, I've been doing this my whole life, competing mm -hmm. on the mat, my whole life. And I feel like that's where people come to me in the, in the practice room. Like, Hey, what should I be doing on the, in this tournament? And what, let's go over, how do you look at a game plan and stuff like that? And I'm like, man, you know, I don't know. That's, that's one of my main goals is to be way more of a leader than I am mm -hmm. now. And I feel like I am now, but yeah. I want to be even more so um, and really contribute to everyone else and not just, focus on myself getting better all the time mm -hmm. I still want to yeah but I want to focus on getting everyone else better also because we have such a big diverse team mm -hmm. I feel like I can help in the in my style versus your style versus Huff style versus mm -hmm. Dylan style versus Christian style everybody's all of us have different styles mm -hmm. and all of us can help everyone in a different way and I feel like I don't do that enough right yeah. now even being even considering myself a leader on the team right now when i actually get the black strap around my waist i want to make that a big priority mm -hmm. to help everyone else on our team succeed man that is what i always so this isn't i okay i'll just i won't even preface it and be like oh this isn't me trying to toot my horn or something <laughs> uh but it will sound like it the truth is people always ask, wow, your white belts get so good so fast. And mm -hmm. obviously we, we haven't been around long enough that um, they're going to be asking like about the blue to purple transition and stuff like that just yeah. yet, because we just haven't been around long enough. Right. But people, that's something people always come in and say, like, man, all your white belts are so tough. How is that? And I always give the same answer and it sounds generic. It sounds like I'm, I'm keeping some secret, but the <laughs> truth is uh, like, it's just all the guys that we have are so good at giving back to the, the belts yeah. underneath them. And it's always been like that. It just yeah. always has with our whole team. Um, because if I say or teach or do something, obviously that can be helpful, but I think people always still are going to look at it as, well, he's the owner. This is what he has to do. This is sure. what he has to, you know what I mean? And so, yeah when you see these other guys that are just there to help for no reason, right. For no benefit of themselves, yeah, right. uh, you know, you and Huff have done it forever. And you, you look at, uh, 
uh, well, I mean, obviously now Logan runs the Jerseyville gym, but that's what they do at the Jerseyville gym and Dylan does it. And, you know, yeah. Dylan's teaching in Jerseyville once yeah. a week now. And it's like, you mm-hmm. get these guys that are just willing to just be like, Hey, uh, this is where I struggled. This would help you. You know, this is what I learned and this will help you. And I think yeah. that having that attitude is one of the biggest things that gets guys good is like, uh, yeah. um, there's no secret being kept. There's no br- blue belt. Like, man, I can't teach these white belt stuff because then they'll, they'll be able to beat me. You know what right. I mean? It's almost invited of like, yeah. you know, I hey, want you to submit yeah. me. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you'll never beat me. Here's everything I know. You still yes. can't, it still right. won't matter. Right. <laughs> and so I think that that's that another is, reason why I love, I love our team. I tell everybody, you know, outside of, outside of the jiu-jitsu world, you know, when they're, when they're thinking about coming to head nod or they're thinking about doing jiu-jitsu in general and I explain our gym, right. I say, look at, I'm, I'm, 260 270 pounds i've done this my whole life i'm i'm successful in almost every tournament i've ever been in and these guys at our gym don't care <laughs> <laughs> last night christian christian is 140 160 pounds soaking wet yeah he's probably 160 okay 160 and he told me numerous times, even after submitting him last night, numerous times, he is going to beat the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. It doesn't matter who it is at our gym. I got called out almost every round last night. Mm-hmm. And every person in our gym is and, and, that I've beaten. I, I beat weekly, mm-hmm. five times a week. I beat the hell out of them but they still call me out and they're like, I'm going to beat your ass tonight. Mm -hmm. Tonight's my night. And I'm like, okay, bring Uh it on. Yep. So it's, it's that mindset that I think separates us a lot. Um, I don't know that I, that I love about, about that. And I don't know, to me, it's, it's healthy. Mm -hmm. I, I totally. And why I say that the, you know, it could be, it could not be because there is, Sometimes you go to gyms and that is like, it's like there, uh, if you're a purple belt, you're better than all the white and the blue belts, right. not just in jujitsu, just as it, right. when it comes to being a human being, you know, yeah. you're just the, you're, you're their trash and you're good. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And like, they can't submit you and mm-hmm. things like that. And, uh, you know, I That's think not the case at our it, it isn't, it's like, yeah, if you're, you know, if, um, you know, if you're tired, like mm-hmm. I see the, you know, I look over at Eric's laying down and be like, oh, I'm going to just crush Eric yeah. right now. Today's I'm the bringing the heat on Eric right yeah. now, you know, and I'm talking trash on his wrestling right now. Yeah. too. <laughs> and, you know, I think that that is like, uh, you know, that, that attitude, I really think it, it, it creates such a positive environment of like, guys, everybody's chasing the next guy, but the next mm-hmm. guy is okay with losing. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's like, uh, I want I'm, you to be that good. I don't, I don't want you to be that good. Uh, <laughs> maybe like two months ago, Eric passed my guard and yeah. Eric hasn't Make passed sure my guard in a everybody while. Everybody write that down. And everybody saw it. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you guys. I thought about quitting jujitsu. <laughs> I thought about changing the locks on the gym and then like everyone was trying to get in and like, no, we're not doing jujitsu. <laughs> no, it's over. Something. Yep. We're doing something it's different. Over. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Ch- I'm, I'm making a different biz. We're doing cardio kickboxing only at this gym <laughs> and uh, yeah. Quitting jujitsu. Yeah. And uh, you know, all it did was make me try to kill Eric even more the next yeah. time we roll. You right. know, it was yeah. just, it's, it's how it was. The past was really good. It'll never happen again. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, I think that that attitude is just so important to have of like the next guy's trying to get you. They're trying to beat you. They're trying to, and they're yeah. doing it for the sense of pushing themselves. And yeah. uh, a lot of people don't have that. It's like it, a lot of people have this thing where it's like disrespectful to beat somebody that is better than you right. in jujitsu. And it's so bizarre. Like uh, you see that with so many guys, they'll only roll with people that they are substantially better than. Yes. Uh, or that are substantially better than them. They won't yes. roll with people that are like kind of close because you can't lose to the guys that are 
that haven't trained as long as you, you know what I mean? Like, and so yeah. it's right. okay if I'm losing, if it's to a black belt, but like, if it was another purple belt, you know what I mean? Then yeah. I, I can't lose. And I think that's such a bad attitude to have because you end up, uh, you end up not testing yourself. Exactly. I completely agree. It, I don't care. I know it's kind of corny to say, but it never matters what color is around your waist, right? It's just to hold your pants up, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. I truly believe that. And I've believed that for a long time. I don't care if you're a black belt. If you've been a black belt for 10 years and you've won worlds 10 times, I am going to try to murder you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and it's the same thing with every zero stripe white belt at our gym. They are going to try to beat me. Mm -hmm. It's there's no, they don't care Yeah. what I've done, what I've accomplished, all this stuff. They don't care. And I love that. Uh-huh. And there's no like, uh, there's no like, oh, you're going hard on me and I'm a brown belt. How dare you? I'm yeah, going right. to end your life now. I mean, yeah. I'm going to end your life regardless. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I, I think that that's, it's just like a really cool uh, attitude to have. And it's something I just love that we have at our gym yeah. is it's it just like, guys just don't care. It's just like, oh, you beat me. Let's go again. All right. right. Let's do the next right. one. You know, would you yeah. beat me with? I want to know that, you know? And yeah. so, yeah man, that just, that makes people so much better, so much faster is when yeah. they just don't care, you know? Yeah. And which I guess plays into the, the whole point of this, which is why I love jujitsu, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's not, you're not fighting for a spot. Like we said, you know, you're not trying to kill each other to, to be the best in the room all the time. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to make myself better. And which, which again, I'm trying to trans transfer into making my team better now, you know, that's, that's more of a main goal now than me competing. I still want to compete. I still want to win, but I also want to put more emphasis on making everyone else better than me, you know, because there's so much opportunity at our gym to make people better than I am or than you are, you know, it's, you want to, you want to make them better. Right. So and that is, yeah, man, that's, that's huge. So uh, just kind of shifting a, a, a little bit, uh, you get your black belt, you want to be more of a leader at the gym. Do you have any uh, competitive goals, anything you're looking to try to do as a competitor, as a black belt? I haven't even thought that far. I just, you know, I'm, I've had a goal at Brown Belt to beat every black belt on the mat. That's seriously. And we have such a, we have such a diverse group of black belts in our area that we get to train with. And I want it to be well known when I get my black belt that people have to say behind my back or behind your back, Oh, that should have happened five years ago. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it probably should have, but I'll <laughs> never promote him. <laughs> That's what I want. Mm -hmm. Right. I want, I want to be considered that highly mm -hmm. like, Oh, he should have been a black belt a while ago. That's why he's winning all these Brown belt tournaments. Yeah. It's Cause he should have been a black belt. He's a sandbagger. Yeah. He's a sandbagger. Yeah. I'll <laughs> so, always say that while I'm coaching Eric and he's winning, I'll be like, this guy's such a sandbagger. I saw him the other day. I saw him, I saw him competing at Brown belt and yeah, he, <laughs> he should be a black belt now. And they're like, Oh really? Like, yeah, yeah. He's trash, yeah. man. Yo, who's he, who's his coach? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, I love, I love that part of it. You know what I mean? I, and, and I want to, I want to compete at black belt. Obviously I just haven't thought of what I want to do. You know, I don't, it doesn't matter to me that much when I have the time, you know, I work full time. I got two kids, got an awesome supportive wife. So when I have the, let's say worlds is in August and, you know, March, April, May comes around and I'm like, okay, I have the time to actually put in the camp for this and go to worlds. Then I'm going to go to worlds. Yeah. It's simple as that. You know what I mean? The time with my life, you know, for sure. For sure. I get it, man. So you, uh, you know, I thought, I thought I always like to have some type of, of story time or something uh, on the show. And so, uh, I was thinking like, I have a lot of fun stories um, with you and I, you know, like just all kinds of different things because we 
competed with each other a bunch. We've trained together for a long time. But I think one of the stories that I retell the most, and I don't think I've ever told on this podcast, and uh, you know, it could be, you know, like it's, it's, it's an area of sensitivity uh, probably, but it, I would say this is one of the, the funnier stories was in um, Lynchburg, Tennessee, when Robert and I got asked to leave uh, yes. the, the restaurant. I just thought you could share that story maybe from your perspective a little bit. <laughs> and uh, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> and you can, you, you can choose to be as politically correct or impolitically yeah. correct yeah, that's as you want. Yeah. So we were in, yeah, okay, Lynchburg. I don't know what tournament it was. It was, uh, so it was Cincinnati Open. Te okay, so the place okay. is, I think it was, was it Tennessee or was it Ohio? Maybe it's, 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 it's since it was Ohio. I think it's uh, Lawrenceburg, which is what it's, the place was actually oh, called. because we kept on at Lynchville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After, the, <laughs> after the story that will be, you know, will be told to you, you'll understand. Yeah. So we were at Cincinnati Open and... I think it was uh, the day before, the night before. Yeah, that sounds right. Night before we all competed, right? And I have a I have a ritual that I want a steak and a red glass of wine. That's my that's my uh, night before meal. So I asked everybody, hey, let's find a steakhouse. Obviously, I'm not cutting weight anymore, so <laughs> <laughs> I have a giant steak. Uh huh. Um, so I asked everyone. Hey, can we find a steakhouse and eat there? Everybody's like, yeah, sure. So we find a steakhouse in Lawrenceburg, yeah. something, Ohio. And myself and Johnny, I believe, Johnny walk in and ask for a table. And the lady says, okay, hang on one second. Let me get back with you. And... Robert and Josh walked in <laughs> and she, she comes back to the front desk and she says, how many? I said, four. And she looks at you two and <laughs> said, we don't have any tables available. <laughs> <laughs> and keep in mind, Robert and I are brown. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, to, to get this, I honestly, I've never experienced anything like it. But it was it like you know, and I'm not somebody that ever even sees anything like that. It and was I, blatant. It was blatant. She literally yeah. went, "Um, I, uh, yeah, actually, uh, it's gonna be a while. We don't have any tables. We don't and have we, anything available." And we were like, "While we're looking at open tables, <laughs> <laughs> like I have never, I've never experienced anything like this." I was huh. like, "Hey, lady, I'm." Both Robert and I are half white. Could we just share a chair? Could it be a three three chair table? And we'll just get a cheek on each on each, you know, each for a chair. Come on, lady. Absolutely, it was 100 percent blatant, right in front of our face. Hence the reason why we called it Lynchville. Uh huh. Ohio. Yeah, that was <laughs> that dude. That was that was crazy. That was yeah. uh. And, um, and of course we all had a pretty good sense of humor about it. Yeah. And, uh, but it, it was crazy. And it was just like, and like the best part was I was kind of like, wait, did that just happen? And then yeah. you guys were kind of like looking at each other, like something weird is going on. Robert's yeah. already in the car. He anticipated yeah. it. He yeah. knew he was like, he Robert was like, knew. he's like, Oh, I knew this was going to happen. Gone. <laughs> yeah. She had zero issues when me and Johnny walked in, mm -hmm. when you two walked in behind us, there was a problem. Yeah. She, we only got tables for twos boys. You know, you guys need to keep on strucking. How about you just drive through town? Yeah. Whew. That was a, yeah, that was a good one. That was, I think you were the only person that scored a point in the, out of the four of us uh, from that. We did not have a solid performance on, uh, no. yeah, the, the team didn't have a good showing. I, 
my first guy no showed and then I fought uh Murillo in the final Murillo, yeah mm-hmm. and so and so I was triangled for like seven minutes what out of a triangle for <laughs> at least seven minutes out of the 10 minute Dude, match <laughs> I remember being there and being like if I've been in this triangle this long and I haven't tapped and I'm not unconscious I've got to be able to make, I got, I'm going to get out of this event. It'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to be good. And I'm like sitting there thinking like, I wonder if I did go unconscious and this is a dream. Like I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if this is real life right now. Yeah. Cause I've been in this triangle forever. At what point do your legs get tired? That's what I'm saying. After triangling someone for seven minutes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, the funniest thing is I have been on like, the receiving end of just the most hateful comments on YouTube and Instagram <laughs> from like IBCGF or Flow Grappling sharing something. And like, it's the craziest thing. No one ever says like, oh, wow, that move was awesome. They always just attack whoever got yeah. the move hit on them. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> so, uh, you know, the worst one was when I fought Dominic Bell at Brown Belt. It's like my first brown belt tournament and I make it to the metal round of Nogi Worlds. I pick up a single on him and I can't take him down. And I try forever and I can't take him down. And um, man, people were just roasting me in the comments. (laughs) They were just like, this idiot, he's a brown belt. He can't even, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, (laughs) come on i'm commenting back like hey dad could you not post this on the on this form <laughs> you know like uh dude people are eating me up well dude, the Marillo fight the best part was that i'm in a triangle for most of the match i get out we fight a little more um he sweeps me and he ends up he ends up submitting me with like just a little bit of time left yeah and people are in the comments like Murillo's supposed to be good. He can't even finish a triangle choke. Oh, this guy, dude, I swear, if you go to that YouTube video, people are literally like, yeah, this Murillo I'm guy. Bashing he must, you. No, bashing him. Like, yeah, this <laughs> this Murillo can't even, he sucks. He can't even yeah. triangle people. And I'm yeah. like, like, dude, it was tight. <laughs> it was it was uncomfortable. I was I, uncomfortable for I was, seven minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, one, no one says, wow, this guy really defended the triangle really yeah. well. You know, this right. guy did a great job. They were like, you know, Marillo sucks. Josh guy's <laughs> even worse, but really like, man, people are so mean online. Yeah. yeah I have, they, know uh, they can't get beat up for it. So. Like, that's exactly what it is. And don't get me wrong. If you've ever commented anything negative, I have a log. I have a log that I have everybody's name oh, yeah. on yeah. and I'm going to, you know, meet you at a seminar one day. And I know you're going to be like, totally two-faced like oh man it's so nice to meet you i'm a huge yeah. fan and i'm gonna be like yeah let's roll buddy and start <laughs> playing neon face the yeah. entire round like yeah, yeah this completely is completely wagner rosa you uh-huh over over. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is life okay yeah. so uh so we're kind of getting uh, as after you know we've talked about racism a little bit and how yeah. it pertains to ohio or whatever place <laughs> that we were in um and uh, uh, I always like to finish with this question. It's the most important question, but I am at a Eric Hebner seminar, not Hubner, uh, yeah. an Eric Hebner seminar. And um, you show some stuff. We get to question and answer. I am a, a, a blue belt. I just get my blue belt and I raise my hand and I say, Eric, I suck at jujitsu. How do I suck less at jujitsu? Mm, okay. I think my answer to that would be if you know what you can do, if you're blue belt and you're competing at blue belt, if you know what you can do and you're losing, to me, 90 to 95% of that would be your mindset. Not your jujitsu skill, your mindset. I go into every match thinking I'm going to win, knowing that I'm going to win. If I go up against Cyborg, you know, uh, Bushesha, anybody, I think I'm going to beat them. I, before I step on the mat, 
my nerves are gone. And I say to myself, I'm going to win this match. My mindset is there to beat anybody in the world. And if I'm losing by five points, six points, seven points, I'm not out of it. You know what I mean? I'm not out of this match. This is jujitsu. We're not fighting for position. We're fighting for submission. Mm-hmm. So in, in my opinion, to suck less at jujitsu would be to change your mindset. I see too many guys get so nervous before a match that they lose the match before it even starts. Mm-hmm. They're going out there gassed. They're going out there thinking that this guy might score on them. This guy might, might take him down, might submit him. Change your mindset. Change your mindset to I'm going to beat anybody in my bracket this day. And you will suck less at jujitsu. That is an excellent answer. I absolutely love that one. That was, that was a, I think that's the first time anyone's given uh, an answer on mindset for sucking less at jujitsu. I really like that answer. I don't want to change your jujitsu. You know, your jujitsu change your mind. I like that. That's good. That's going to be on a t-shirt one day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, just to finish, is there anything you want to say to finish anything like that? Well, I I do. I I mean, part of, I do want to uh, speak on what I just said about the mindset thing. One of the things I I heard a long time ago, you know, and this is stemming from my, my dad, my dad in wrestling and when I was a little kid, my dad used to bump me up in the older age groups. So I'd get my ass beat, you know? Um, and I'd go look at the brackets on the board and I'd say, dad, they bumped, they bumped me up in the nine and 10 year olds. And my dad would be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. You know, <laughs> I'm going to go fix it for you. buddy. I'm gonna go them. You're only six. You can't go with these nine and 10. And then I'd go with the nine and 10 year olds and they'd kill me. You know? <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) but stemming from that going to, you know, everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of people look at what everybody else can do and they try to stop what they, the other person can do. And that's why I say mindset, because I don't care what the other person can do. I care what I can do. I want to invoke my game plan on you not stop your game plan and then possibly get mine going. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I, I think. Uh, Hoist Gracie maybe uh, talked about before. And, and one of his, uh, I think it was a grand prix fight mm-hmm. um, back in the, back in those days. And he was being interviewed and he said, well, are you worried about uh, their striking? Whoever it was, you know, Vanderlei Silva, I think it was, he was fighting Vanderlei Silva or something like that are you worried about Vanderlei Silva striking? And, you know, are you training stand-up more now that you're going to fight Vanderlei Silva? And he said, no. Why would I care about what Vanderlei Silva is going to do? I care about what I'm going to do and how I'm going to beat him. And that just, that's always stuck with me, which, which translates into mindset, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care about how good this guy is. I'm going to, I'm going to impose my will on him, you know, and that's where I get the whole mindset uh, strategy. That's really good, man. I really love that. That was a, that was a good answer. I take back some of the stuff I've said about you. You know what, Eric, you're getting your black belt in three years. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you want to say to finish? That's it, man. Thanks for having me on. It was fun, man. Thanks for being on. That was a really fun episode. I think, uh, I really think people will like this one. Yeah, I hope so. All right, buddy. You have a good day. All right. You too. And that is your episode. So, uh, that's all I have for you guys today. I really think that a lot of people are going to get a lot out of the very end of the episode, that mindset part of the episode. Uh, I know I did. I was really excited about it. I really, really loved that part uh, of the episode. There's something unique. Not everyone talks about mindset. Most nobody talks about mindset 
in jujitsu. And so it's important that we get that, we get that mindset because it's so important for everyday life, just being confident, believing in yourself, right? And so uh, that's all I have for you guys in the sense of the interview. Like I said, my fight is coming up this Saturday. If you guys want to uh, want to, to get tickets, they're at cagetix.com. The only way to watch the fight live is going to be in person. Uh, they're not doing a live stream. They are supposed to release the video uh, later on. I'm not sure when later on is. I don't know if that's a day, a week, a month. I'm not really sure. Uh, but uh, that is what I got. I can't wait to go and fight and and uh, bring it. And uh, as Eric would say, I can't wait to go win. I'm going to go out and, and fight and try to win this. And win this. Not try. Win. Eric would beat me for that. Uh, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, I will, as always, put all of Eric's, uh, you know, Instagram and everything in the show notes, uh, in the description. And so we don't really do show notes. We don't like, I don't usually post our episodes as show notes with show notes. I think I just put everything in the description. I think show notes are something different. Who knows? I don't know how any of this stuff works. I just try to teach people jujitsu and how to get better at it. Uh, that is all I have for you guys today. Look out, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, it's just Josh McKinney. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel because tomorrow a new episode of the Why You Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show comes out. So if you guys haven't subscribed, be sure to subscribe. And then if you just listen to the audio version, be sure to subscribe to the audio of this podcast so you guys can know each time a new episode is coming out. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I hope that you guys suck just a little bit less at jujitsu.